We're back, episode three. I don't think I'm ever going to hear that theme tune and not laugh How at the end of that. exciting. <laughs> I'm so excited. So this is episode three. Of Mysterious Mysteries. And How? in case you haven't guessed, listener, Matthew has had a tipple or two <laughs> in I, advance. I haven't. That's an outrageous <laughs> accusation. We are recording this on a Friday evening, to be fair. No, I have not had any. No, uh, no. no. Sober a, not, as a judge. Not a drop. Not a drop. these lips. Well, well no. then, in your sober state, Indeed. Uh, why don't we reflect on last week have you have you thought about it much the mars pupil yeah i enjoyed the mars pupil yeah and we announced did we not the title of this week oh you want to get right in it well but i only bring up this week because i thought it was quite like a, an emotional so i thought it was quite like a fun title i was really excited about the potential themes yes it. well i'll so, hand you the script then okay well thank you but You'll yeah. remember the title, seeing as you seem to have been thinking about it all week. And and it is a rather slim, a slender script, it's, this, Nick. It is a slender script, is much it? like yourself, Matthew. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Stop. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, it is slightly shorter than previous ones. He's being very cool. I am, I I've am. put on. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely more than two tibbles. Oh. <laughs> Dare you? Yeah, the, um, I felt like while the Mars pupil last week was gripping science fiction, science fiction at its most challenging and lengthy, yeah. I feel maybe it was slightly too lengthy. So we, we've cut it down a bit. Here. I have here. Yeah, but okay. it's still, we, we've cut down on quantity, we have not cut down on quality. And it is called, may I say the title? Are you going to have well, a go? Well, well, every week. Well, we've you, already you announced it. it yeah, we? go on. What's it called? It's called The Jolly Rogerer. Uh, would you now like to our... hazard a guess as to uh, I think well, the I... direction of this play? I think it's going to have a pirate theme. Mick. Would oh. I be wrong? Well, and also, I, I think we'll just uh, my, my catchphrase. <laughs> I think we'll just have to wait and see. We'll just have to wait and see. It's as mysterious mysteries after all. It wouldn't be much of a mystery if I just said exactly what's going to happen. So let's just recap very briefly because they must be. This is the well-worn path of mysterious mysteries that, now. Yeah, I have not seen this script at all. You heard it being passed to me. <laughs> all I know is the title. It's not written by me. It's written by Mick. I am the vassal, or one of them, through which the script comes Ma- to life, takes and this... that's the only thing. Matthew finds that this disclaimer is very important, because he his worst nightmare is that he comes out of this with a stain on his character. She is beneath me. <laughs> she is. She is. For an actor such as myself, however. Well, yeah, no, you're right. So I've written them, and... What with your distinguished acting past, I decided that it would be excellent to have you on board to uh, to join me narrating them. Yeah. And I'm very glad that you have I'm and that you've uh, it's really kind confirmed you. that you really will do anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just outrageous, isn't sh- it? Sh- sh- shall we just get into yeah, it? Yeah, you wrote yeah. it. <laughs> right, well, let's get into it. Today's mystery is called The Jolly Rogerer. <laughs> The sea is an unforgiving mistress. 
In the service of king and country, an admiral must always operate with an unfettered alertness, for at any moment, just beyond the horizon, can lie a peril so great it could not be tempered by Poseidon himself. However, as I observed my semen and could taste the salty spray as it tickled my face. <laughs> I'm sorry, I really tried. <laughs> you were doing so well. Think of that as an emotion, as a, not emotion, as like an impactful first line. Yeah. The sea is an unforgiving mistress. That's <laughs> I fantastic. I, I, well, I like oh, that. Well, I, I think a better line is the one I just, however, as I observed my semen and could taste the salty spray as it tickled my face on that fateful, Matthew is shaking his head, on that fateful midsummer's night, nothing could have prepared me for the unadulterated evil we would encounter which ultimately claimed the lives of every soul on board. Did you not notice that I hit two buttons at the same time there and we just had the most discordant, awful... I did not realise It kind of worked, though. Yeah, okay. I love the the first sentence. I'm still on that. The sea is an unforgiving mistress. That could be Robinson Crusoe, that could, couldn't it? (laughs) I enjoyed that. Maybe it is. (laughs) I mean, there was a wee bit of downfall since then. uh, uh, Was it the bit about the... um, We've repeated it twice already. The salty spray tickling us. Was that of concern to you, Matthew? You. I've got music, colon, waves crashing. Yeah, yeah. listen. Oh, yeah. We're, we're at sea. Oh, we are. <laughs> right. Indeed. A wash. A wash. <laughs> Keep scrubbing. Oh, no, I've gone into the wrong voice. Keep scrubbing, men. I want to be able to see my own reflection in the deck by the time you're done. If I may make a suggestion, Admiral. Of course, Commodore. The crew is exhausted, sir. You drilled the cabin boy so hard he can barely sit down. Perhaps we should allow some some rest. My dear Commodore, when I was a young cabin boy, the rear admiral would drill me until I shed blood. Even then he wouldn't be satisfied and would insist there'd be no supper until I got on my knees and gave him a good polishing. This is just naval chat. No, there's nothing to read into it. No, No, we can't afford to go easy on the crew, Commodore. We must instill the strictest work ethic in them. Understood, sir. Forgive me for questioning your orders, sir. Not at all, Commodore. After all, it is your duty to... That sounded like it came from the crow's nest, sir. Officer Cadet Harry Ballsatch... (laughs) I presume that's the pronunciation. Uh, it, Thank well, you, you intended, sac- Mick. It's sack like ju- S A C H, like German says sack. <laughs> well, should we just go with satch? Well, no, it's, pronoun- it's, it's spelled- pronounced sack. Is that a German S- pronunciation? Yeah, it's the German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's quite an important detail, so I really must insist. It is hyphenated. Can you read the full name just so that people. Remember? Officer Cadet Harry Ballsatch. Yeah. Sack. We'll go with satch. Harry Ballsack, okay. Is on watch. What is it, cadet? What have you seen through those binoculars of yours? Oh, no, no, God, no, Admiral, Commodore, we, we must turn ba- back, we must turn back. Well, why must we? Cadet, what is it? It's only a quarter mile off the starboard bow. Oh, God. Cadet, oh, God. Cadet Bullsack, that's what you see immediately. That's an order. It's, it's, uh, it's pirates. <laughs> 
knew that there'd be pirates. I well, told it was, you there'd be it pirates. was pretty obvious. It's I, called the Jolly Roger. I do love a pirate. Oh, oh my. Well, you're, you're in for an absolute treat because we're going to see a lot of them today, if you know what I mean. Oh, I've got to get my pi- pirate accent in uh, order. Oh, I hope that's going to be very useful. I should try all hands on deck, man the cannon. Commodore, take the helm. Evasive manoeuvres. I'm trying, sir, but the pirate vessel is matching our course and speed with ease. We can't escape it. How is that possible? This is the fastest ship in hum- His Majesty's fleet. Have you ever seen something like this before, Commodore? His Majesty's fleet, Mick. Are we thinking George III? Which one? Where are we in um... history here? We're thinking George... Now, I know last week I did say I do a lot of research on these things. Yeah. Are we thinking Redcoats and East India Company and all that stuff? Or where are we at the moment? I'm going to say yes. Where are you placing me at the moment? Um, Just so I can get my my head round some of the... The the second one you said. Uh, (laughs) What was that? The East India... Oh, um, uh, George, oh, the fourth, yeah, George, yeah. the fourth. No, it's George the Third. We'll say George the Third. Who are the who are the ones in Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> I may be outrageously uh, embarrassing myself, and I've probably got my Georges wrong. Uh, but I think George the <laughs> Third lost America. I don't know if he's oh, yeah. in Pirates of the Caribbean. Are we allowed to say that on this? Um, yeah, I think so. We're just yeah. naming a fantastic film that we recommend everyone go see. We wouldn't have a bad word to say about it. No. Except that it's, it's after the first one was rubbish. Well, I didn't uh-huh. say anything oh, well. about it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, right. Uh, I'm trying, sir, but the pirate vessel is matching our course and speed with ease. We can't escape it. Oh, God, I've repeated the same line. <laughs> <laughs> well, I once saw midshipmen. Wait, well, hold on, hold I? on. <laughs> no, I need... Have you ever... This is the fastest ship in His Majesty's fleet. Have you ever seen something like this before, Commodore? Well, I once saw midshipman Winchester... Fil- oh, <laughs> Mick, you're pushing me now. What? <laughs> Go on. He's using a, a polite way of saying something naughty. Well... well it's not, yeah, it is. Uh, listen, you're not a scriptwriter, you're an actor. Well, I once saw midshipman Winchester fillet himself... <laughs> Quite a sight it was too, the agility of a champion gymnast that man had. But that was nothing like this, no, Admiral, nothing like this. Ah yes, midshipman Winchester. He made a fine cabin boy in his youth. Anyway, where were we? Ah yes, the pirate vessel. Commodore, what's its status? If we carry on trying to outrun it, Admiral, then a collision course will be imminent. Then we must fight. Bring us to a stop, Commodore. All hands prepare to fire on my mark. A nervous energy spread among the crew as they readied themselves for battle. Some among them were barely 14 years of age and experienced pirates only in maritime tales and songs. I raised my hand in the air, bringing a silence to the deck, and with my other arm braced myself for collision. But the collision never came. The pirate vessel had come to a full stop directly in front of our bow, yet no noise came from it, not a sound. I cautiously walked across the deck to the port bow, and the professional veneer I prided myself on was cracked by an instinctive gasp. The pirate ship which had tracked our vessel and brought us to a full halt appeared to have not a single soul on board. How can this be? Someone must have been steering that ship, Admiral. Your intonation has gone down the toilet in the last few... That was How can this be? How can this be? It's like a seven-year-old in a nativity play. Well, it's because he put a comma, not a question mark. it's the baby Jesus. He put a comma, not a question mark. How can this be? Someone has been... Okay. 
How can this be? Someone must have been steering that ship, Admiral. Much better. Prepare a boarding party, Commodore. We need to learn more about this vessel. Yes, Admiral. I'll spread... Oh. <laughs> See, he picks me up and he gives me these lines. I'll spread my seamen across its deck as soon as we're on board. If there's anyone there, we'll find them, sir. Be careful, Commodore. As I sat in my cabin and glanced at the clock across the room, I noted that the away team had now been gone for over an hour. I put aside the ship manifest which I had been reviewing and poured myself a tall glass of tawny port. Nice touch. I don't think it. A gift from the Duke of Westminster after competing with him in the Royal Palace's Curry House Challenge. An old friend. <laughs> uh, I see. Thank you. We haven't seen the last of it. I proceeded to mull over recent events, but my musings were interrupted by the cabin door opening. The away team, consisting of the Commodore, the ship's doctor, a seaman, and a parrot, had returned to the ship and solemnly ended my quarters. The parrot spoke first. Cuckoo! <laughs> now that was good. That was good. That was actually a lot better. I, just for the benefit of the listener, all I wrote in brackets was squawking noise. Do you know, anticipating the usual kind of hysterics that I get from... Do you know how I've done that? Or how I knew how to do that? Yeah was because, it wasn't that great, but because <laughs> apparently if you could call when you unplug the iron or turn off the hob or yeah. something like that, you'll remember the fact that you could call like a parrot. <laughs> and then you can leave the house with ease. This is what I have to live for. This is my diurnal routine. Did you routine. learn that trick when you were in the asylum, man? <laughs> <laughs> this is me every day. I have yeah. to screech like a tawny owl. <laughs> <laughs> when I turn off the hob. Well, well, can we hear it again, the squawking noise? Cacaw! So you, when you're just, you know, milling told. about Saturday morning, making yourself yeah. breakfast. Right, cacao, I've closed that window. <laughs> <laughs> That's made cacao, you see, and I've remembered. You don't really do that, do you? I really, I want it to be true so badly. He's laughing at my life. I am. Yeah, yeah, this is... <laughs> Report, Commodore. We performed a thorough search of the entire vessel, Admiral. It was in a state of complete disarray. Top to bottom, it was covered in some sort of ghostly... Uh, monstrosity. No, 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 He's using a... It's not even a, a, no. a swear word or... No, it was, in, it was just a bit gross, isn't it? it? Oh God, well, that, that, this, that really doesn't bode well if you think that's gross. Cause <laughs> having, gonna... having said that, if it's accurate, I've got to say it. Well, exactly. So to go back. So it, it was in a state of complete it was, disarray. It was in a state of complete disarray. Top to bottom, it was covered in some sort of ghostly uh, ejaculate. <laughs> but that's not the worst of it, Admiral. No, not at all. For, for when we reached the depths of the ship's hull, we, we, we found the crew... Oh, sir, we must leave this place immediately. We must. Compose yourself, Commodore. What of the crew? Admiral, the, the crew... They were all dead. Chilling. I'm sure you agree. That was... Oh. I'm just, I'm just slightly nervous for uh, yeah. what's coming up. <laughs> well, I've got half my arm's length of text coming up. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm worried it's me that got, has to say it. You've got a call. Well, basically, I'm going to be able to like leave this room and go make dinner for the, you know, because you've got about an A4 page coming up. Dead, you say? All of them? Doctor, how could this be? What could cause the entire crew to perish? Now what? 
What? What? what? Accent is the doctor. doctor. Well, or is he just like RP? He's in. The, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Uh, but then I've done that for the Commodore. Yeah. Listen, Shall I, just... I brought you here for a reason. It's because <laughs> I wouldn't need to nanny you. I through... won't... Sorry, I won't be spoon-fed. Uh... And to think, he's using this as a platform to get acting so... jobs. Sorry. It, I'm not. <laughs> I'll just pick him up right there. <laughs> yeah. I do this because I've got to afford my Heinz vegetable soup ah, tins, you see? Of course, they don't, they don't pay for themselves. No. <laughs> it was difficult to conduct a complete autopsy, Admiral. Each member of the... <laughs> It was difficult to conduct a complete autopsy, Admiral. Each member of the crew was plastered to the floor by this strange ejaculate. A most curious substance it was, too. Immensely sticky, like a bodily adhesive. However, it tasted delicious. A rich, salty sort of protein, I imagine. After I had gnawed and chewed my way through the substance and gained access to the bodies, I could not immediately determine any obvious cause of death. For a brief period, I considered the possibility that they may not be in fact dead at all, that they may perhaps be in some sort of coma brought on by a foreign ailment, and so I felt it necessary to perform a test to detect the signs of life. The test proved in vain, however, not one of the bodies seemed to be... Uh. The test proved in vain, however. Not one of the bodies responded to their genitals being stimulated orally. <laughs> that was that, actually quite that, a fun. That is how they did it in uh, those days, Matthew. <laughs> is that historic? Yeah. I may not know who the make, king was at the time, but I do know that's how they detected signs of life. Make you force me to chortle at one of your outrages. Was that a first? You so. laughing genuinely? I chortle. Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. I made sure of it, Admiral, and was very thorough in my efforts. I don't doubt it, Commodore. Doctor, I a... doctor. <laughs> I don't doubt it, Doctor. It's his script. Well, after you got like seven lieutenants last week, I think I can be forgiven this. I've not seen this before. You uh, wrote it. Yeah. I don't doubt it, Doctor. I've experienced firsthand the professional rigour with which you performed the test. Do continue. Yes, Admiral. The bodies exhibited no outwardly signs of distress that could have caused their deaths, and so I determined it necessary to perform a thorough internal examination. I think we know where this is going. I decided to commence with a round of prostate <laughs> examinations. Even though the crew were relatively youthful, you can never be too careful, sir. I probed the cavity on each of the bodies, Admiral, twice in some cases, and found that on every occasion the orifice had suffered significant blunt trauma, the like of which I haven't seen in my day. What? <laughs> he slaps the script no, against no, the microphone That's one of my favourite lines. On every occasion the orifice had suffered significant blunt trauma, the like of which I haven't seen since my days in the Naval Academy. Furthermore... <laughs> Each seemed to be filled with the same ejaculate. Why I've got to use that? That was observed all over the ship. I had seen enough, Admiral. It was clear to me each of these men had perished. And how was that, Doctor? It was apparent, Admiral, that these men had been sodomised to death. <laughs> You, you, go ahead, Matthew's just on the... There we oh. go. Oh. It was, you did have a lot, you know, have, have a couple of gulps. That was a lot to get through. That was horrendous. 
But what a mystery. Are you not intrigued? I am. Yeah. I am. This is fantastic. Right. Sodomized Sodomized there. Good Lord. It's becoming Grecian. Uh, excuse me. Good Lord. Lord. <laughs> Indeed. That's not all, I'm afraid, sir. As we made our way back to the deck, I noticed that the pirate's flag had been uh, vandalised, for want of a better word. How do you mean, Commodore? Vandalised in what way? Well, um, uh, perhaps it would be uh, best if you saw it for yourself, sir. With that, the Commodore sheepishly pulled a sizeable, tattered fabric from his bag. Moving the maps and manifest that littered my desk aside, he placed the fabric down on the surface of the table and began to unfurl it. It was the Jolly Roger flag, that much I had already gathered when Officer Cadet Bullsack first observed the vessel on the vessel from a distance. But the image of the skull and crossbones had indeed been defaced, defaced by a most crude graffito, for imposed on the pirate symbol of the Jolly Roger was an enormous ghostly phallus. A silence fell upon the cabin. Any crew flying the Jolly Roger flag would be a formidable force, a fiercely pugnacious band of shipmates with the strongest of disdain for clemency. It would be folly for anyone to tempt their belligerence and engage them in battle. Yet someone did. And perhaps most terrifyingly of all, they succeeded. For not a single pirate soul had survived. I pondered who this great, fearless tyrant of the sea could be when the silence in the room was broken by the Commodore's seaman, who spoke with a most peculiar accent, an unmistakable pirate drawl, which nonetheless displayed certain nuances of a classical education in the public schools of Cumbria, and perhaps the Antipodes. It'd be the mark for the <laughs> name a public school in Cumbria. It'd be the mark of the Jolly Rogerer, sir. <laughs> The Jolly Roger? What is your name? Seaman? Stains. Seaman Stains. <laughs> Seaman Stains? Commodore, I'm not familiar with this shipmate. Is he of sound character? Very much so, sir. Do forgive his ungentlemanly manner of voice. Seaman Stains was found by the HMS Pembroke when he was but a boy, but lone survivor of a pirate wreck. The captain of the Pembroke took mercy on the boy and raised him as his own, and he has proved to be one of the most promising graduates of the Academy. I trust his judgment implicitly. Cuckoo! <laughs> Very well. Go on, Seaman. Tell us what you know about this jolly Rogerer. It be an old tale, Admiral. Aye, an old tale passed from sea dog to buccaneer. Many a moon ago, so the story goes, there was a young scallywag swab by name of Barnaby. A scurvy and he was, always after the ship's booty, couldn't keep his hands to himself while one day his wandering hands caught up with him, tried to pillage the captain's booty, he did, Give it the old Evo, but not a soul could touch the captain's booty without paying for it. He'd be caught red-handed, he was. Well, brown-handed, probably. <laughs> be more accurate, the captain not being able to keep a clean booty, you see. Very dirty beat that booty. And so Barnaby got his comeuppance made to what the plank he was. But not before we dropped to the murky seas, he swore it not be the last they see of him. Aye, and... Aye, he said he'd 
be back to haunt them all, he would. Them and anyone else with a booty he fancied. And when he'd be finished with them, not even their own mammy would recognise them. Such be the force with which he would ravish their booty. I didn't understand a word of that, Commodore. I'm afraid what Seaman Staines is saying, Admiral, <laughs> is that out there amongst us on these fair waters is a carnal ghoul that wants to fornicate with us all in the arse. <laughs> Can I just say uh, this? You, good God! That was a great line. I'm sorry, you said it. What, it's yours. just good God? I've stolen it. I've you, stolen. Well, you've just stolen my line. I just wanted to pause there to reflect. Like, yeah. um, you seem... It's, it's like I'm watching you blossom, Matthew. I'm watching you blossom. See, there was a lot in that last paragraph that in previous weeks hmm. would have stopped you in your tracks. Well, You'd have been shocked, but I feel you've matured. You now, you, will, you, you trust my writing and my di- I, directorship, I feel. I, I reject all of those <laughs> What I would accept is that I've sort of become immune to it. However... Right. Um... Because even the uh, it just brown-handed, the captain not being known to keep a clean booty, you, yeah, I did. you rode that like a pro. Yeah, I, uh, to be honest, now that you say it in those terms, <laughs> <laughs> now that you say it right there, yeah. I actually realised the double entendre. When I was reading it, oh. I was just so caught up with the accent and I also see. the fear of seeing half an A4 page. Another one, yeah. I mean, for God's sake, it's, a whole A4 page. And oh. it, I've got to read all of this. Yeah. I'm just thinking, right, just get through it, get through it. I'm not it's, thinking, I'm not thinking, get through it. And then he tells me I've just said... It saddens me. Now he's just telling me I've browned the booty and all this <laughs> nonsense. It, it saddens me. That. And makes me sound some some hardened, uh, well, I don't know, some hardened somebody who would be able to, to cruise through all of that well. with a straight face. <laughs> Well, and an anyway, upright back. I just thought I'd, I'd mention that. I'm proud of you, Matthew. Thank you. Good, good God! Caw-caw! Well said. You must see, Admiral. You must now see, Admiral. We simply must turn back and leave this place before this... this... this thing commandeers our ship. This is certainly a concern, Commodore. I myself share my booty with no man but the King himself. Yes, the King has an exquisite eye for a fine booty. And one is handsomely rewarded for giving one's booty to. <laughs> it's, it's, is, is that treason? I don't it's, know. It's better, is it? <laughs> However, I'm reluctant to divert the ship's course on account of folklore and superstition. We continue as planned, Commodore. Uh, but, sir, the, the peril is. But the Commodore never did finish his sentence, however. Mick, is that clock still ticking? Yeah, well, we're still in the, still in the cabin. That must have clicked for the past. It's been going for, like. About six or seven minutes. This is, it's not quite as offensive as the car alarm. No, no, no. But it's up there. Yeah. And just as I've been praising you a minute ago, Matthew, yeah. for being professional, you just interrupted Sorry. me mid-crucial point. Say your line again. Uh, uh, <laughs> my crucial line. <laughs> but, sir, the peril is... The Commodore never did finish his sentence, however. For at that very moment, our discussion was curtailed by a blood-curdling scream. My God, that sounded like Officer Cadet Ballsatch. What, what's his name, sorry? Ballsatch. <sighs> All five of us sprinted out of the cabin and onto the deck, where what greeted us was a scene of utter devastation. All around, the crew lay mortally wounded, buried neck deep in the very same ghostly ejaculate the away team had witnessed on the pirate vessel. 
The professionalism of the good ship's doctor saw him immediately tend to the dying men. Lick <laughs> licking and gnawing at the spooky jizz. Can you urban dictionary that, please? <laughs> I don't know what it means. What? What? what spooky? It's no. kind of like scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a joker up in here. Oh yeah, yeah. but a bit caught just <laughs> licking and gnawing at the spooky jizz with an unparalleled oh. vigor. No, I do object. <laughs> yeah. The spooky. <laughs> how can it be? Well, a spooky seems like an. I guess it's the ghost story, but no, depends what kind of jizz we're talking here. Isn't well, it? we'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah. After a short time, he had cleared enough of the residue to reveal the blood-drained face of the good officer, Cadet Bullsack, who slowly opened his tired eyes. Admiral! Bullsack! My, my poor boy! It's it's time for me to go, I think, Admiral. Don't, don't be silly, boy. We're not giving up on you just yet. That's, that's very kind of you, Admiral. What did he really say? That's very kind. <laughs> Who on their desk door, on the splintered deck of the of the ship, was it? That's all. It's very I, kind I, of I, you. I'll just I, pop, I, up, I, my, pop my clogs a now. Young, a young patriotic cabin boy who well, has nothing but admiration for it and respect for his admiral. A powder monkey. Well, well but, yeah. But I'm out of time. I can see the light now. I want you to know, Admiral, that, that, that after I'm gone, I, I want you to have my booty. Oh, Harry, I'll treasure it like my own. Harry, personal terms. <laughs> Thank you, Admiral. It's been an honour serving with you. <laughs> and with that final note of distinction, Officer Cadet Bullsack perished. <laughs> He was a good officer. One of the best, Admiral. Cuckoo! <laughs> Indeed. Admiral, I don't mean to sound insensitive, but we must put aside our grief and decide upon a plan of action before we too suffer from this most awful of fates. You are right, Commodore. This is what the crew would have wanted. This thing, this jolly Rogerer, it wants us all dead. What a fool I am for not listening to you earlier and heeding your council stains. Yes, sir. Si oh, I phrased that completely wrongly. Feeding your counsel. Stains. Stains. Yes, sir. Seaman stains. You seem no stranger to a sticky situation. <laughs> Matthew just rising above. Seaman stains. Read you the word. You, you, you seem no stranger to a sticky situation. Pray tell, in those stories you heard as a young boy of this jolly Rogerer, did you ever hear talk of a weakness? Some way of defeating it? There be no weakness, Admiral. The Jolly Roger be the deadliest son of a biscuit eater on the seven seas my soul had attacked. No, no, no. Oh, oh any soul. Sorry. There be no weakness, Admiral. That J the Jolly Roger be the deadliest son of a biscuit eater on the seven seas. Any soul at attack be doomed to feed the fish in Davy Jones' locker. Then perhaps a way of making it spare us. A way of making it leave this ship and its surviving crew members. Shiver me timbers. The flag, the flag, Admiral. The Roger only be seizing ships. E black spotted, sir. Black spotted be leaving his mark on the flag. Black spotted by leaving his mark. On the flag. By leaving his mark on the flag. Perhaps just maybe if we leave our own mark on this ship's flag before he can, maybe Admiral, we might just hornswaggle it. What the <laughs> hell? 
I'm thinking, is that E meant to be enunciated or is that E not meant to be? Well, listen, as, I'm thinking, as, is that as apostrophe as, in the right place? Hey, hey, Have we abbreviated hold your, this? Hold your horses. Hornswaggle. Hold your Frodi anchor. Hold on. I, as a great writer, anticipated that that last paragraph would make no sense to the uninitiated. Ah. So the Admiral goes, still nothing, Commodore. C- could you translate, please? Well put. Mm. Not I, just the pretty face sitting over yeah, here, Matthew. He's actually quite good. I'm yeah. still on the first line. I think what he's saying, Admiral, is that if we leave a mark on the Union Jack flag we fly on this vessel, then perhaps the Jolly Roger will see this ship as claimed and leave us be. And how exactly does one mark a flag in such a manner that the Jolly Roger will respect one's claim to ownership? By doing it the only way ye know and understand. One laddie come... Oh, one laddie among us, Admiral, one brave Jack Tar be needing to climb the mast and spray our flag, spray it with the ejaculate of the living! I looked high above to the top of the mast, where the flag waved in the sea breeze, still untarnished by the Rogerer's crude gift. Stop looking ahead. I'm so sorry. See, usually when I catch him doing that, he's, he's scrolling down the page. He's actually turned full on to like the page, next page and the one after. I'm what is this? I'm busted because I want to do a pirate voice. And I'm trying to think if I've got a character coming up that I can do it. Because mm. I've noticed that the seaman is quite similar to a previous character in a previous episode. Uh, you are thinking of... Groundskeeper McAllister, perhaps? A little bit. He's become yeah. a recurring Who theme. was also uh, Lieutenant Sharp in, in last week's he play. Was, no, Sharp uh, wasn't. Hold on, hold on. I, I've just come to a peculiar conclusion. A uh, peculiar one? Yeah. Are we saying here that maybe you aren't as versatile a voice actor <laughs> as we may before? No, I want to do my pirate voice. Don't, I didn't really... don't forget, this this man, this pirate guy, uh, well, he's not a pirate, but the guy the pirate drill, remember he was supposed to be partly schooled in Cumbria and partly in the Antipodes. I'm hearing neither of those things. How this works, yeah. Nick, mm. is you set me up, you put me in these characters. Yeah. I don't know how seminal each one's going to be. <laughs> Seminal's a good choice of words for this play. Indeed. <laughs> I don't know how seminal each one's going to be, so yeah. I don't know how much of an accent I should invest in them mm. and then latterly I discovered that I hang myself later yeah well well no you've got to have faith in me as director I yeah. would like like in in the first play you were going to go South Southern American when I yeah. wanted West Country and, and like, I yeah. I showed you the way you guided me yeah you molded like, me like a like a priest yeah you, you Michelangelo know, like, the rock I was your shepherd you were yeah yeah, yeah and I it. your crook yeah <laughs> Exactly. Oh, I'm so glad. We're in such a good place in this series now. We get each other. We yeah. know the dynamic. Excellent. Right. Hurry up and say Hurry up and get this out of the way. <laughs> I looked high above to the top of the mast where the flag waved in the sea breeze, still untarnished by the Rogerer's crude graffito. We still had time, but we would have to be quick. There was no telling where the Rogerer was and when he would mark the Union colours with his symbol and seal all our fates. Let me be the one to make the first climb, sir. I'm willing to take that risk. Nay, it be too dangerous. The ship be needing its commodore. I will go, Admiral. I, I will go. You're a good man, Staines. Cuckoo! <laughs> Apologies, I missed that. Say that again, Parrot. Cuckoo! <laughs> With the horse? <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> With a horse? Uh, yeah. 
God, it's disgusting. Oh. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, uh, a weird joke. Oh, <laughs> a little joke. I appreciate the gesture, Seaman Staines, but I can't ask you or any other of the crew to make this perilous climb to the flag. I shall do it. But Admiral... The decision has been made, Commodore. Besides, I was always the fastest to finish on the tug at the Naval Academy. That you were... Uh, you loved a good tug... <laughs> Just an innocuous <laughs> naval expression. Well, perhaps a tugboat. It doesn't, yeah, it's tugboat. not referring to yeah. anything. It's no. just a small dinghy. Well, <laughs> it's not, not a small dinghy. It's, it's an, it's, it's, it's an a, engine. It's, it's a, a, a yeah. small vessel for pulling up larger vessels. Pulling along. You know, tugging the good tug, yeah. you know. Pulling along a big yeah. one. Against yeah, against the friction of the water. Yeah. A good tug. Yeah. The Academy always appreciated a quick hand. Now, men, I must begin my ascent. Commodore, you have the bridge. It's been an honor serving with you all, gentlemen. And so I began the long climb of nearly 100 feet up the mast. The unfavorable combination of the rope ladder and the salt water flung by the waves was causing friction burns on my palms, which would make my task once the top all the more difficult. However, a seasoned naval officer was no stranger to a burning tug. <laughs> Such was the inevitable outcome of sharing booty with other seamen. I'm sorry, Matthew. You, you again, you just look disappointed in I me. I enjoyed it. Oh! <laughs> I didn't. Sorry, I didn't. I, I, I forgot myself. Yeah, yeah, Reader, yeah. I oh, married yeah. him. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> as I didn't I, like that. As I was within sight of the top of the ladder, I began to unbutton my trousers in anticipation of the climax. But then, I froze. I could now clearly make out the flag above me, usually a most familiar and comforting sight, one that would instill a gentle calm in the stormiest of encounters, but not on this occasion. No, instead I was filled with fear and robbed of my last ounce of hope for the ship and its crew, for the Union flag before me had been defaced with a ghostly phallus. The ship had been claimed by the Jolly Rogerer. <laughs> Seaman, can you hear me? We're too late, Commodore! Doctor, the ship has been claimed! Can any of you hear me? Parrot? We hear you, Admiral! Commodore, listen to me! Abandon ship! You must abandon ship immediately! It's only a matter of... Time. With that great crash, the Jolly Roger manifested itself in front of me, floating above the ship's stern. Its appearance was just like that of the ghostly phallus imprinted on the pirate ship's flag, as well as our own, but on a far larger scale. It was truly a formidable sight, an enormous missile capable of sinking any booty. <laughs> Even the good doctor's booty, sparkling as always with polishing lubricant, could never withstand a pounding from such a monstrosity. And pound it did, for within moments of appearing, the Rogerer unleashed its load, and began by running shots at the bow of the ship. There she blows! Uh, I pressed the wrong button. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. Incoming! All hands abandon ship! Admiral, hurry! Get down from- Ah! They caught me! I'm hit! I'm hit! Help! Somebody! Please! I'm coming down, Commodore! But hold on! Hold on! Is anyone there able to help him? Please! Someone! Help him! 
anyone. I look down the 40 or, so, 40 or so feet left between myself and the deck, only to have my worst suspicions realized. The Commodore, the Seaman, and the good Doctor lay half-submerged in ejaculate, dead from the sheer force of the Rogerer's shots. Only the parrot remained alive, furiously flapping as fast as his small body would allow, gradually disappearing into the horizon. I saluted him, wishing him well on his voyage. He had been a fine officer, despite being a terrible racist. <laughs> what did you give me that look for? I, I, I didn't know that that was part of it. Well, I, I, I felt you played it very accurately and well. Very convincing performance as the racist parrot. <laughs> Once I reached the deck, I dusted down my uniform, tidied my windswept hair, and stood tall, looking the Rogerer directly in its eye. He fired another shot. But I did not shake. A gentleman and an officer. Sorry, an officer and a gentleman. We're literally four lines from the end, and then you choose to interject. Sorry. He fired another shot. It's actually a very satisfying sound. It is, isn't it? Do you want to do it again? Oh, go on, yeah. (laughs) But I did not shake. Became clear that I was the intended target, but I did not tremble. And in the final moments before my impact, before impact, I smiled. For the Rogerer would take my life, but he would never take my dignity. That was the end. What, what? That they all died? Well, there was the, where was the where was the haunting uh, bit? I was waiting for the snowman. I was waiting for the Roger. I was waiting wait, for the big you, pirate. What do you mean? We got the Roger. I did get to do my Jack Sparrow <laughs> voice. <laughs> well, there was a pirate character in there. Yeah, you but just he was written in West him. Country. He wasn't written anything. He, if I remember Rhea. correctly, he was written as a raised by pirate. Yeah, and then Cumbria and Antipodes. I feel I've left. The listener down. Well, I think, yeah, but you do that every week, Matthew. No, but I, did, like... I didn't. I didn't. I didn't stretch myself tonight. No, no, no you didn't. Um, yeah, sh- once again, like last week, I think you've not only let me down, but you've let yourself down. No, I haven't. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure you have. I enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed the Jolly Roger. I thought I'd like it, and I did yeah. like it. it I, w- I will make a slight confession. Yeah, halfway through writing that. I really didn't have a clue where I was going. So no. I decided the the best, I know it may come as a shock, but I decided yeah. the best course of action would just be to end it with everyone being shot by a ginormous penis shooting jizz. Is that what happened? <laughs> did you not pick up on that? I mean, I mean... Are you, how many drinks did you have before coming here? I mean, I did pick up on that. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> I'm just not giving it too much application. Yeah, no. I have a feeling you're not you're not all with us today, Matthew. I, I, just, yeah. <laughs> I like quite a few times. I I well, for a start, you you didn't seem outraged at anything, which is very unlike you. No, uh, so, which makes me think either you don't mind anymore, or more likely you're so drunk that you don't even notice. What I am you're not saying. at all, and I'm not not I am not immune to what you've written. Okay, all I'm going to say is that I I was led in by your mm. opening line, which I thought had literary oh. value. You. Yeah, and I thought if that is the opener, yeah, the rest can't be terrible. Well, the fact that the rest was terrible 
is neither here nor there. And certainly I've got to just sort of blanch myself through those yeah. ideas if I'm going to get to the end of it. Because ultimately, Mick, mm. I've got to get to the end of each script, don't I? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm here for a reason. Well, yeah, as yeah. these episodes tick by, but I'm less sure of what that reason is exactly. Well, I didn't get to do my Jack Sparrow voice because I didn't quite realise, but next week, I'll do it next week. Well, who says there's a pirate next week? What's the, what's the title? Well, you don't know. Do you want me to tell you what the title of next week? Are we week? allowed to say? I'm really looking forward to I next week. I say we, well. I don't know it. Are you no, allowed to I'll, say? I'll announce it. Yeah, hold okay, on. Okay, you Let say. Get my dramatic sound effect okay. here. The title of next week's episode is... Rusty Trombone, Private Investigator. I like mm, that. Detective oh. story. Yeah. Oh, I like Ru- that. Do you like the name? Yeah. Rusty Trombone. Yeah. Yeah, very, very there's, authentic. There's no double entendre there, is there? It's... I'll, I'm going to give you some homework this week, Matthew. Are you? Between now and next week, I want you to Google Rusty Trombone. That's all I'm going to say. Am I... What, what, That's all what? I'm going to say. Probably best you don't do that at work. Google or Google Image? Okay. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what it let's means. Let's Google Image, actually. I think it's important you Google Image. Rusty rather than go- Trombone. Rusty Trombone, yeah. I mean, I've been dragged through the sewer, but I've never heard that as a new one. No, no. Well, yeah, I, I just wish I could be there when you do Google this. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I do. <laughs> Will, because you will. I will think That's your it. homework, okay? That's your assignment. All right. And if you haven't completed your assignment by next week's episode... Yeah. I'm sure it will be revealed to me halfway through the script, regardless. <laughs> that and many more <laughs> disgusting and horrible things. Well, I think we should probably, for the sake of our listeners, end this now, because you are on a, a spiralling slope downwards. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> How many beers has that been now? 25. <laughs> All of which were mine. I now need to go to the shops again. Right, we'll end it there. We will see you all next week for Rusty Trombone, Private Investigator. <laughs> Mysterious monsters.